We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Detroit Lions select Jameer Gibbs, running back, Alabama. Goff looks, Goff throws, caught inside the one, fighting for the end zone and getting in for the touchdown. Detroit Lions, Amon Ross St. Brown. The snap, he's got it, wants to throw. Wentz looks, looks, pressure comes, went, hit, sack, back inside the 20. Aiden Hutchinson, that's number two. Yerp. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Pride Podcast, episode 309. I am your host for today, Malcolm, Mr. Malcolm Hart, and I'm with my good guy today, Pierre, man. Pierre, what is going on, man? Man, it's Victory Monday. I'm feeling good. You know, you know what's interesting? I'm not hearing those Fire AG stuff. I'm not hearing none of that. I even saw a thing on Twitter ag apology form where like you yeah. fill that out i saw it. you know what i mean that was pretty funny um all jokes aside man i feel good we won and it was a dominant performance by the defense i thought the offense played well at times um but we'll get into that how are you doing though how was your my, victory, my victory monday? monday was well man and you know i always celebrate it you know i always celebrate my victory monday right but beyond that man you were at the game you and tyler was at the game how was that? Yeah, yeah, like, what, yeah. What, what was happening with that beatdown that the Lions gave to the Falcons? Dude, it was lit. It was lit. It was lit. Um, at there's like at some points it kind of felt like they would play these songs. I forgot what it's called, but like the college chant thing where you go, oh, yeah, yeah. you know what I, I mean? Know, that I didn't one? hear that, <laughs> and it's crazy because that's something that started in basketball. <laughs> Um, and they actually started from the Miami Heat when the Miami yeah. Heat was the I think t- 2013 when they had LeBron James and and Bosh and Wade and they used to do that oh I, I heard it I heard it in Detroit I was like wow <laughs> they got a lot over there man yeah <laughs> so I mean it was fun at times it felt like a college not at times like a little bit felt like you're at a, sort of at a college game um you're standing up a lot you know there's no there's you're screaming on top of your lungs. Everyone is screaming. Someone isn't standing. You tell them to stand up. They stand up. It was just the atmosphere was nuts. It was that, fun. That sounded like a very fun game to attend, man. Yeah, it was fun. Um, it was. Uh, you could tell the, the players feed off of it. You know, when he goes to commercial break, they call a timeout or like the like the defense forced a play or something. The players like are just putting all their hands up, like telling the crowd to go yeah. up. You know. So it's it's man, it's it's, it's different. You got to come, man. It's different this year. Yeah, it really yeah, is. I'll, I'll, Once you come down I'm, here, I'm planning on it. I'm just gotta figure out the schedule and a game to go to. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely gonna make right. my way down to Detroit this year. But um, let's just talk about the game, man. Uh, speaking of the game, let's go about the injuries. So there were some guys who who got hurt during the game. Um, yeah. What what news do you have for me regarding that? So, yeah, uh, Matt Nelson left the game with an ankle injury, and then right after he got hurt, uh, Dan Skipper came, and Dan Skipper played a few snaps. Then he got hurt, um, and then Sorstall came, and Colby Sorstall played at right tackle. Uh, 
that's a concern. You don't want to play in right tackle. He's mainly a guard. At least that's where they drafted him. But he played right tackle in college. But that was at William and Mary or whatever the school is called. That was like a really small school. You got Rashawn Gary this week. So let's hope Decker plays. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, uh, or maybe Dan. We don't know about Dan Skipper's injury, like how serious it is, because he's a practice squad guy and the injury report came out this week. Um, but Matt Nelson's going on IR, so. Yeah, he's getting surgery on his ankle. So, yeah, pretty much. So, long story <laughs> short, if we don't have um, Matt Nelson then we're or, or Taylor Decker. So, we don't have Taylor Decker. We're looking at our third or fourth string tackle. Dan Skipper, Source Doll, or, or uh, what's that guy that was with us? Jermaine Nefetti. He was with us uh, during camp. I believe right now he's on the Chargers practice so squad. Regardless of that. So he could be an option. Either yeah, it's you're still looking not. At your third, it's not. Your third or fourth string tackle. Absolutely. That's what you're looking at right now. If, if yep. Taylor Decker does not go, so that's 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 a little bit of concerning. Um, if it don't go, but we seen um we seen them you know be able to perform in situations like this. So how much of, how much of a concern it is yeah. right now is mild, but we'll, we'll see as far as when the injury report comes out for that game. Yeah, it's not uh. It's not looking pretty, bro. Oh, actually, uh, the Buffalo Bills signed Jermaine Nefetti to their uh, okay, so roster. That, that's not so. On the table so, yeah, it's either either Dan yeah, Skipper yeah. or um, or Sorso is going to be out there at tackle if, if yeah. Taylor Decker is not available. Yeah, so, I mean, it is yeah. what it is, bro. You know, next man up, and we, we've dealt with this here before. You saw it at safety this week. Two guys came up, and both guys balled out. Tracy and Malafanu. It just tells you next man up. And looks like the Lions have done a good job developing these guys, getting these guys ready. There's three out of the NFL. Next man up. And to mention as far as our safety position, I think that's our one of our deepest positions in in, in on our team. So I mean, if, any, if yeah. anybody can get hurt or anything like that, if it's a safety, then I think we we were able to survive. But um looks like that was it with the injuries. Now oh there's, oh, one there's, more. there's another one. One more, I'm sorry. Yeah, so uh, he didn't pop up yesterday in the game, but he popped up an injury report. Say Jonah Jackson's dealing with a hip injury, but he was limited in practice today. Okay. Today is Monday, by the way, and they had a walkthrough, I believe. So um, we'll see, but it doesn't seem concerning. If it was limited. He was, he, 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 um, no practice would be more of a concern. Okay, so he was so. limited. Okay. He was okay. limited. Yeah. So we'll see. I guess that's something to monitor as the week goes on, just to yeah. see how he yeah, is. We'll definitely have a better update on that with our Packers. Our pregame with our practice episode, yeah. uh, our game preview episode, we'll have a much better idea of what's going on with that on that end. But um, we have a guy that was suspended, and now he is able to come into the building now. Yes. So today is Monday. Jameson Williams returned to the building today. Um, he could be in meetings. He cannot participate in practice. He cannot observe practice. He just could be in meetings. Uh, he cannot go to any, like, charity events. He cannot have any pressers or nothing. Meetings, team meetings. Uh, if he's still dealing with injury, which he's not, Campbell said he's good. But meetings and um, treatment. Now, that's let me, it. Let me ask Nothing a question: Is there like a gray area that they're able to work with? Him as far as like, say, if a player, like for example, Teddy Bridgewater. No, I don't think. I don't think. I think it has to be outside yeah, yeah, of so the team yeah, facility. Yeah, I don't think if it's outside team facility. facility. If Teddy Bridgewater is holding a private workout, is he able to work out with Jameson Williams? I think he is because it's not on Team Philly, but I am not sure. So I don't want to like just yeah. say yes. But if I had to guess, I would say yes. But I'm not yeah, 100% I, I think that's sure. like a, the gray area of, of that whole <laughs> cycle. I think they're, they're, they're yeah. going to take advantage of it and, and may get him up to speed that way. So when he's able to play, he's more knowledge of what's going on with the offense and everything. Yeah, I'm not sure. That's a good question. Because yeah. they brought it up in, the, in, in Dan Campbell's press conference. And he said that he's working. He said that they're working on it. He didn't say yes or no, but he said he's working on it. So he, he kind of doesn't want. I guess he doesn't want to make it seem like they're doing anything. But I think this is this gray area that they're allowed that they're not allowed. It's not that they're allowed to do it or they're not allowed to do it. I mean, they just they just can do it. Yeah. So it seems like the Lions don't know either. Then if they said they're working through yeah. it, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, man, the NFL is so weird with this rule. Like, they haven't been specific. Stuff is just starting to come out about it. 
Like, I remember when JMO got suspended, they said he could practice or whatever, potentially. And now they're saying he can't practice. So the NFL has to do a better job of educating the fans and the teams and everyone, the so, media about this. It's not. So you're saying that he, so he can't practice the whole time he's suspended? I thought it was like, all right, he could come into the building now. But I think like week. Um, I, I get... No, until the Baltimore week. He cannot practice until wow, the Baltimore okay. week. Wow. Which is coming up. I mean, we're we're what three, three weeks out. Four I think weeks we out? have this game, three weeks out. the Carolina game, and then Tampa, then Baltimore, then Baltimore. He comes back. Yeah, so it's about three to four weeks out. So yeah. All right. We'll get him back soon. All right. Yep. So we talked about the injuries. Talked about Jameson Williams. Now we have the Atlanta Falcons versus Detroit Lions. Uh, well, this is starting about the offense, man. Uh, what impressed you the most about the Detroit Lions offense and how they? Um, played against Atlanta Falcons. I think I think they're ranked number two coming into this week. Um, I think I think they, I think either their passing was ranked two or they're overall number two, some weird or or three. Yeah, they were like they were they were really high in passing defense and they were really low in run yeah. defense. But I didn't really like look at those stats because they didn't really play good passing offs. They played the Panthers, who their their all lines a mess, and it's Bryce Young's a rookie, he has no one to throw to. And then they played Jordan Love, who's you know who's still kind of developing i guess or learning the system he's he hasn't had i mean he's been okay i guess but they never faced an offense like ben johnson's offense or, or like a jared Goff, a quarterback like jared goff yet you know so and i looked at their roster i'm like eh other than aj terrell they're kind of weak at corner yeah. and we saw yesterday that they attacked him um obviously goff probably has a few throws he wants back the raymond overthrow that hurt a little you know that pick he had there was a little stretch of plays where they were just out of sync. It was like we got four or five, like straight plays. Um, I think it was in the yeah, third, was third, third quarter. I think it was toward the end of the game. Um, I'm not sure what. what yeah. I'm not sure if it was an offensive line situation, but they're able to. The Falcons were getting pressure on the golf, and that's when some of the the bad throws yeah. came. Yeah, but overall, I thought Goff had, like, a really good start to the game. And I think, like, other than that little stretch of plays where he was kind of off, he was he was good. He was efficient. And then, you know, my favorite play yesterday was the read option with Jared Goff. Like, who would have thought? <laughs> ben Johnson is just, like, I don't know how Ben Johnson thinks of this stuff. Like, would you ever think in your right mind that Jared Goff would do a read option with Jameer Gibbs and keep I it? I mean, no you, no, you wouldn't play for that. But they did it. Right. Yeah, you catch a defense off guard. And, you know, the edge the edge didn't really care about Jerry Goff because, you know, he's not a guy who could run the ball. So he attacked Gibbs and, and was wide and open. That was, a, and that was a veteran. That was Calais Campbell, man. So when Calais Campbell, <laughs> they showed him, like, the, the replay of it, of, like, like his facial reaction after it happened. And he was looking like, damn, how did I allow this to happen? <laughs> because he, I mean, he let's a, be honest. If I was Calais Campbell, if I was Calais Campbell, I'd probably do the same. I, I think yeah. a lot of defensive players would, yeah. would have done that. Yeah, that's true, man. Yeah, so, uh, um, yeah, I thought Jameer Gibbs, you know, we, we talked about Gibbs, 17 carries, 80 yards. I think he's still kind of learning or they're still learning how to kind of use him in the passing game. Um, but it was nice to see his explosion a little. And, you know, uh, Sam Laporta, that's what I want to talk about, right? Eight receptions, 84 yards, one touchdown. Um, right now he leads the – he leads uh, tight ends in yards across the league. He's also the first tight end in NFL history to have 18 receptions in their first three games. I mean, this kid does not look like a rookie. He's blocking really well. He He's a dog, Malcolm. He's a baller. Like, you think about the offense. You got Amon Ra. You got Laporta. You got, you know, Raymond and Reynolds who are solid role players. You got Gibbs. Hopefully his break game is coming out soon. And then when Jamo gets back. You see that? You see like how Brad, I see the vision of Brad Holmes now. You're like, all right, like we can go against anyone. Yeah. Let's go. Let me just let me just ask this random question. This is a pretty random question. What's up? It's about Sam Laporta. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like he's a better tight end than TJ Hawkinson? Um, do these? I'll say this: like, I don't know if he's better as a player than Hawk right now because you know Hawk has been in this league and he's like he's he's been kind of consistent, I guess, in what he does. But with Laporta, I think when he was coming out, Laporta's a better blocker. And I think Yak-wise, like, first year is a better receiver also. I think Laporta could be better than Hawk, but right now, I mean, we're only three games in, bro, and Hawk has, Hawk has played for – Hawk is like a top five tight end in this league, right? Top seven, whatever you want to say. So 
So I don't think right now he is, but I think Laporta will be eventually better than okay. Hawk. I mean, that's fair. That's, that's fair. fair? That's, that's fair to say. I'm, I mean, as yeah. far as what he's done for us, because just think about Hawkinson when he was with the Lions. Very consistent. Like, he, like he'll show up one game and then you're like, where's Hawkinson? Hawkinson, we need you to show up. Hawkinson, where are you? Yeah, where where, where is TJ Hawkinson? And, like, it comes to a point that we're like, yeah. where are you begging for him to come out and make plays when absolutely nobody else is on the field, which we saw in that Seattle game when he made a, those big plays. So, I mean, it, yeah, it's, it's fair to say. We'll, I mean, we'll see what happens as far as who ends up having a better career. I think Sam Porter is on track to be one of the best tight ends. I'm talking about, like, George Kittle oh, type tight end. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, I mean, the way he breaks tackles, is, is, it's different. And his blocking, just cut, like first-year blocking, that wasn't really a strength of his. And he's, I mean, he's done really well in the blocking game he, this, he's this year. He's been so well at blocking that they have not used Matt Nelson in any of the run packages this year. Matt Nelson had not been involved in yeah. the run packages as far as being an extra lineman. Um, that they could have been using Sam Laporta. Sam Laporta had been good enough to, to create those running lanes. So, yeah, I mean, I, I love what he's doing. Well, I will say the reason why Matt Nelson also wasn't used because, you know, like Decker kind of went down week one and then he had to play tackle and then and now Matt Nelson's yeah. out. So we don't really know if that was the original plan or not. But, I mean, Sam Laporta, that guy is a baller. Like, he's he, he's just getting better and better every week. He's trending up, man. He had his first career touchdown. That was nice to see. And he said after the game, he's like, man, that thing was just, like took 15 seconds to come down. I was just hoping to – I was telling myself, don't drop it, don't yeah. drop it, don't drop it. He said he thought it was going to yeah, drop I'm it. I'm sorry you that wide open, man. That's what happens. All you see is the ball. <laughs> you see the ball and the lights. And you can hear the crowd. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, there he goes. Yeah. Oh, I caught it. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh my yeah, god! I know the feeling. Yeah, you know his first touchdown too, and all that. It, it was it was nice to see, man. Um, but I think the Lions right now, like teams, have to account for two really good players on the receiving side with Amon Ra and Sam Laporta. And it's pick your poison. If you want to double this guy, this guy's open. You want to double this guy, this guy. And then you have Reynolds and Raymond, who are really good like role players. They play their role really well. It's kind of like okay, if you do this, then we'll do this. Like the Lions are hard to defend right now. And then once they get JMO, they're at their deep threat. They're going to be really, really hard to defend. So you know, man, it's you know what's crazy as, our, as good as our offense has been. I have yet to see any players double our guys. Like I'm, you never really see I'm wrong get get double. He's a slot. Mainly when you're a slot in the nickel, or you playing the slot as a slot receiver, it's kind of hard for a team to double you. But um, yeah. I, I, you really don't see much being much double teams. A lot of teams just play Detroit as it is. Just say we're gonna play our zone and see what happens. Um, right. But yeah, I, I think we're definitely gonna be definitely hard to defend, especially with you know as more guys break out, getting Jameson Williams back. I just want to see how Jameson Williams comes and how he affects his offense because in the preseason he was kind of up and down. Um, I, I think there's still a lot to Jameson Williams' game, so I want to see if he ever. Achieves that elite status. That's what I want to see. Yeah, like even if he's like starts off slow, just have him on the field, right? Like I don't think they're gonna throw him out there right away because you know he just hasn't played. Like he needs to, he needs to kind of get into football shape. We yeah. call it right. Campbell talks about that a lot. So I think like once he gets back, uh, once he's good to go, even if you use him as a decoy, just have him run a straight nine route or post route. It's gonna attract attention. Boom, the middle of the field is open for Amon Ra or Laporta or Gibbs yeah, I mean, or whoever. You know, so there's a lot you can DJ. do. DJ Shark, I mean, a lot of times he was just out there and they just had him out there as, as a, even though that he, he was able to stretch the field, but you have him out there too, you know, just take that nine round and just open up the field, open up the defense. And yeah, yeah. they can definitely do so, that with JMO. Yeah, man. I'm just, man, I'm just happy that the offense is clicking and you got two studs. Receiver, well, Laporte at tight end, but you know what I mean. Um, then Amon Ra, man, it feels like he had a heck of a game, but we don't bring him up because like we're used to it. You know what I mean? Like it's him, he's yeah. him. Nine receptions, 102 yards on 12 targets. I mean, this guy. I mean, he had one drop. I think it's very uncharacteristic of him, but he's gonna hit that jug machine. I'm not worried about Amon Ra. You know what? I think it's crazy because watching it at home, I didn't even realize Amon Ra had over 100 yards. I really didn't. I didn't realize he had over 100 yards, but he's one of those sneaky good players that just always produce. 
And you know, even when you don't, yeah. even when you don't see him maybe score, I think it's because he didn't score a touchdown. I think that's what it is. But one of those sneaky players, man. Like you said, nine receptions, or hundred and what, hundred and what, two yards. And yeah, he's on yeah. pace, man, to be like I said, one of the top receivers. Yeah, man. Um, like I said, once Jamo, it changes your entire offense. So that's going to be really exciting. Can't wait for that, man. We still got to wait, though. Still got to wait some weeks. Um, do you have anything else to talk about this offense? I mean, the offense, I think they performed really well. Um, yeah, like, you know, I think the offensive line didn't have their best game in general. It seemed like they were just out of sync. Obviously, the injuries didn't help. But, you know, Sewell had a couple penalties. Now, I'm not worried about Sewell. Um, I don't know. It was just they were, it seemed like they were out of sync. So, hopefully, they bounce back against, I, against the Packers. Not, I didn't really notice them having trouble. I mean, I noticed towards like that little, that little uh, period where golf was like where he threw the interception. Yeah, and um, you can you notice the Falcons were getting much more pressure on Jared. Um, you could notice some missed throws. I noticed that part, but besides that part, I think they played really well. Um, especially with the injuries that they had, you know, you're playing with their your third string tackle that he goes out now you're playing uh your fourth you're pretty much your emergency <laughs> tackle because he he's listed as a guard yeah. now and he you have to swing him there as a tackle so you're playing your emergency tackle um as your tackle and so i, I think because based on you know what they had i think they played well for what they had you know yeah another thing is too um third down offense needs to improve like you only play these better teams these field goals obviously you played the falcons your defense stepped up but I feel like they've struggled a little on third downs. Um, so, but like you said, that kind of has to do with the, with the stuff that was going well, I, on. I think their I think the whole offense took a hit because of David Montgomery, and we would have really realized this in the offseason that how much of an impact David Montgomery is to this team. But you can even tell, tell from last week once David Montgomery went out, this whole offense kind of like took a hit, and they were just slow regardless. Like the whole offense, like it, it took him a while to get things going. David Montgomery was consistently getting four to five yards every time he touched the goddamn ball. <laughs> like it, it, he wasn't yeah. breaking out for those huge, huge chunks like 20, 30. But every time he gave him the ball, he was breaking out for five, four to five yards every time he touched the ball. And that's that's really, really yeah. important for your offense because now you're looking at thirty short. 32 instead of 37, 38, you know. So getting those four or five yards every time David McGurney gets a ball is, and not have him out there is making the, the offense a little bit slower. I think once we get him back and have him rolling, I think the offense is going to be back where they were, you know, where, what we saw at the beginning of the year. Yeah, um, the only thing also is I, I saw a stat. I can't find it. But when the Lions ran to the right side, they struggled. And when they ran to the left side, they were more effective. But obviously, you know, the, the injuries yeah. uh, that we talked about. But other than that, man, I, I was satisfied. You know, I thought Ben Johnson called a really good game. I just think it's kind of hard to score when you're out of sync and nothing is kind of really going right. Like you're on your fourth tackle. Um, you got a running back from the practice squad. I didn't think he looked that good, honestly. Yeah, I wasn't really impressed with him. I thought he, he was like he's okay. Eh. He's not he's not David Montgomery, okay. He's not David Montgomery. No, not David I didn't Montgomery. see nah, no, but I didn't see that, he's but. from what he did from his runs that he did, he was he was okay. He looks like a guy I haven't seen I haven't seen him before today because I haven't watched any of the Jets pre uh, pre um preseason games but um he seemed like a guy who's like he always keeps his feet moving like every time he gets contacted he seems like a guy that's gonna try to run through the contact and keep his feet moving so i guess he's a power back maybe i'm, I'm assuming what he is but from his limited carries he was okay i have no complaints i mean this one yeah he had three carries for 13 yards but one of them was for eight yards so the other two were kind of like i don't know it's it's hard to judge off three carries yeah, though, you know saying, what I mean? like, from what he did it was okay I'm, I'm pretty sure he did what they asked from for him you know it wasn't nothing crazy yeah. um so he was he was okay uh what's his name um jameer gibbs Gibbs. jameer gibbs had a he had a pretty pretty okay game as well uh, i want to say a great game a good game I guess. Yeah, there's a couple spots where his vision was kind of like, I think he ran to his offensive lineman a couple yeah. times. From the stands, it looked like it. It's kind of hard to tell. But from your TV, did, did that yeah, happen too? Did yeah, you notice that? Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess because I guess yeah. the expectation for Jameer Gibbs was so high, you know, him coming in, we're thinking that he's going to be this, 
I guess kind of have like the impact like Bijan is. I, I guess for the Falcons, even though we completely shut him down, but um, uh, you, we kind of Bijan, yeah, Bijan Robinson. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, I, I can't lie. He's a good player. He he. I'm kidding. I'm he kidding. ran I'm into kidding. the, the number six running defense in the league. We bottled him up. We did a good job stopping him. But um, as far as before playing us, he was a force, you know. And that's the kind of that's I that's know. what we kind of expected from Jameer Gibbs. And because we're not seeing that, it's kind of like uh, you know. But he's still a rookie. He's still learning. There's still a lot of hope for him. You know, there's it's not like that. He's not going to be a great player. You know, he's still going to be us. I'm not going to lie, Malcolm. I'm not worried about Gibbs. He had 17 carries for 80 yards, 4.7 yards per carry. Obviously, he could have had more. You know, he ran to his offensive lineman a couple times, whatever. But I think as you get more reps, you know, the SEC is fast, but the NFL is faster. And once you get more reps and you adapt to it and all that, he'll be fine. But I wish they would get him more creative in the passing because I noticed yesterday – when you kind of like try to run around with the Seattle would like chip him or like knock him off his route, which is only why he had like two targets because he wasn't really like, uh, you know, getting open or whatnot. So I, but Ben, jo- I think Ben Johnson will figure it out with him. Like he's, I'm not worried about Gibbs. It's his third game. He, he did well in this. He did, he did okay. Say, I guess he, not he, well. He did, but, he did okay. Man. Yeah. No reason. No reason to panic. Yeah. No reason no. to panic. And, he was your leading rusher in 80 yards on 4.4 yards, 4.7 yards per year. That's, that's pretty really good. good. As that's, a runner, you want to see, really but obviously the stats look good. But then when you see him play, you're like, oh, if you went a little maybe more this way, you don't run to your line, you could have another five yards maybe or 10 yards. And that's that's the difference between like, okay, and, and elite. Yeah, I think good. he got to learn how to be patient. I think that's this thing right now is he's, he's, a, he's trying to go 100 every time, you know? He got to be patient. He'll, he'll, yeah, get, he'll, there. he'll, he'll yeah. get there. Yeah, the more he plays, the better he'll get. Um, because like like the last two weeks, he was kind of trending up. Then he had, he kind of had a really good game. Well, running the ball, eighty yards, seventeen carries. But the more he plays, the more he'll get comfortable, and the game will start to slow down. Well. I agree, man. I think I think our offense played really well, man. I have no complaints about the offense. Do you have anything else about the offense before we jump into our defense? No, right, so I do not. Before we go to our defense, let's take a quick commercial break and then we'll talk about this Detroit Lions defense versus the Atlanta Falcons offense we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with Indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, and we are back. Pierre, you was there live. You, you saw a defense I was able to pretty much manhandle, shut down, giving them no touchdowns. They gave them zero touchdowns to the Atlanta Falcons team. Yeah, um, so I was really concerned about the running game. Atlantic came in averaging 170.5 rushing yards per game. The Lions were ninth in run defense, but you ready? Here's Atlanta stats. 20 carries, 44 Ouch. yards, 2.2 yards Ouch. per carry. Longest run for Bijan was 11 yards. He had 10 carries for 33. Take that 11. Uh, it's like nine for like 22. And that was his very first carry. If I could – if I, that was his first carry that he had 11 yards. That's the one that he should have got tackled. He bounced off of Malcolm. Malcolm ran into him. He got there. Malcolm got – got there. But he broke that tackle for Malcolm and then was able to get like 11 yards. But after that play – Yeah. He was pretty much invisible the entire game. Yeah, um, Tyler Algier. Man, those guys did break a couple tackles, but even when they broke up, the Lions were right there to clean yeah. it up right away. Like, they didn't let those – those guys are good runners, man. You could tell. Like, those guys are physical. They are – I mean, also what's pretty impressive too, Malcolm, so there's 17 or less, 18 games before they played the Lions. They rushed over 100 yards. The Lions um, held them to only 44 rushing yards and there's 17 of last or 18. They had at least 100 yards per game. So, man, that was one of my worries going into this game. Just because I know our run defense improved, but we really haven't seen a run offense like this. Man, I am not concerned about run defense no more. That shit's yeah. fixed. I mean, not call one, and, and you know what's crazy? This this team, and I I said this tons of times, and we kind of all said this in the, in the offseason, that we're going to all look back at this draft class and realize – that this draft class was the class that pretty much jump-started this whole Dan Campbell rebuild and getting them to the point um, where they are now. Brian yeah. Branch, man. Oh, you want to talk about Brian, Brian Branch. Branch, my guy that was coming I mean, out of the draft? I, I mean, from what I know, I know he had 10 tackles, three tackles for a loss, and two PBUs. Yes. <laughs> he pretty much single-handedly... As far as when B. John Robinson was like, every time he was swung out and they tried to like swing the ball to him, Brian Branch was right in his face. That there was a play that Brian Branch hit him so goddamn hard that his whole face mask just flew off. They called it. They called yeah. a penalty, which I think was bullshit. That that, that penalty that shouldn't have even been a penalty, to be honest with you, because B. John Robinson lowered his head. Right. B. John Robinson lowered his head into Brian Branch's chest and which made his his helmet go off. But they called it on Brian Branch, which is they get bogus. Um but Brian Branch, man. I think other than Brian Branch, I think Brian Branch was the best player on the field yesterday. I really do. Um but I want to get into we gave a lot of criticism about the D line. Like they didn't do other than Hutch last game they didn't do much. Ready? Hutchinson six pressures, two sacks. McNeil three pressures and a sack. Barnes, Joes, and Harris each had two pressures and a sack. Kaminsky had two pressures. Jack Campbell had a pressure and a sack. Rodrigo, Bugs, Levi, and Romeo each had a pressure. Guys stepping up. Ali McNeil winning his one-on-one. Derek Barnes playing a little bit on the D-line. He did that in college, and he played well. Um, Charles Harris getting his sack of the year, you know? So that was really nice to see, man. That was... um, (laughs) That, that was another of our concerns, right? Can this D-line step up against this really good offensive line that Atlanta has? And Chris Lindstrom is one of the best guards league, and Aline McNeil fucked him up. He was down at the entire <laughs> game. Yeah. I mean, John Laynard, uh like, rewatched the game, right? He said, complete unblockable from start to finish, runner pass, having an outstanding starts to the season on Aline McNeil. He said this is one of the best, better defensive tackle performances he's ever seen. So... And, you know, just watching the game from the stands, I mean, you could tell they were getting pushed from the interior. They couldn't run the ball, really, from the interior. 
So it was really nice to see, man. Yeah, that defensive line, man. I think a big credit of that goes to Aaron Glenn. Um, he yeah. he got them right, and you could tell from Dan Campbell's press conference that he seemed like he was a lot harder on um, his staff this week about generating pressure and getting the the secondary in, in right positions to make a play on the ball and. Yeah, they definitely shown that they were able to step up this week and play a lot better. That whole defense, that defense looked like a legitimate defense, man. If they could, if they could play like this going forward, we could have a top 10 defense, maybe number 10. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to be a elite defense, but I'm saying, as far as like being in the top 10, they could be there. Yeah, and another thing, uh, too, like we mentioned Brian Barron. There was a couple plays where, like, Ritter tried to get out of the pocket. And I think one play was Anzalone. He said, no way. And another one was um, Brian Branch. He's like, yeah. no way. Anzalone. I think it was Anzalone, those two guys. Anzalone is, a, is, a, is one of the sneaky, quiet, good players that that's showing up this year that not, not a lot of people are talking about. He's He's been phenomenal. Like, that first quarter, all you saw was Anzalone around the ball. Whether it was making a tackle on the running back or or yeah. stopping the, the the QB from scrambling, Anzalone was right, right there. Even when they swung the ball up to Bijan Robinson, some plays, Angel, you know, he was right there. So he he's a guy that he took a lot of shit from the fans. Like as far as a lot of people didn't want him to even to be back on his team, but he's showing the why he's a leader, why he's a captain, and why he's one of the leaders on this team. And he's he's showing it. He's showing it from 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 game from the game film. Man, he's he's balling out. Yeah, and I want to give another shout-out to two guys in secondary. They were actually backups last week, and they were starters this week. Tracy Walker does not look like he lost a step. We know we, we thought like with Achilles injury, that could be a concern. The guy had two drop picks, which is unfortunate. He's like, he, after the game, he's like, I got butters. I got to fix those up. Um, and then Ifatu Melifanu, yeah. iffy. His play was not iffy. We always joke about him and all that. We said, eh, if he's a little concerned, you know, we, we talked about that, but no, he was not a concern. Um, he had, I believe he had a PBU, he had a tackle for a loss, he had three tackles. That guy was. Bold. I'm not going to lie, man. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, as far as Kurt J. Curb, the first two weeks, I, I don't, I'm not going to judge J. Curb uh, the first two weeks because I think it, it, as a unit, they all played bad. But yeah, I don't think Kirby was. I think Kirby's been okay, like good. He hasn't been bad. He's been good, not great. He's been good. But player. I'm talking about are you judging this game film from Effie compared to the last two games from J- Jerry uh, Kirby Joseph? Effie looks like the better player right now. Now, uh, yeah, just from, from those the two, two games, games but yeah. I, I don't. I, it's like not fair. I think I said. Sports. I think I don't think it's fair to judge. Um, Kirby Joseph from yeah. the first game because I think like the whole defense is so bad that they all look bad. So uh, it's yeah. I want to see. I want to see more. I want to see. Um, I want to see what happens if if, Jerry, if if Kirby Joseph can play next week and if, if he has another role at it. I want to see how he looks and just see how he looks going forward and then we'll see what happens, man. But I, I think I think we have four legits. We will, you know, including um, CJ Gardner Johnson. I think we have four legit. Starters, you mean Brian? No, no, Branch. Well, yeah, I'm saying if he was in, if he was in, oh, I yeah, think we yeah. have four like four legit starters in our safety room. Yeah, you got three right now. Um, so it's not, I mean, it's it's ideal. Like, this we talked about coming to here, this team is deep, and we saw it like we saw it with, with the with the D line injuries, right? Romeo Quara stepped in, you know, Isaiah Bugs finally played, and he looked good. I mean, it's good problems to have. Lots of depth. Guys go down. Guys are stepping up. Yeah, definitely, man. That's that's, that's definitely a plus, and that's I guess the reason why we're able to have these injuries and still be you know afloat and still be two and one right now. Yeah, another thing I wanted to talk about was Jack Fox. That kid could punt the ball. I don't know if he's a kid. He's not a kid. No, I mean. We gotta yeah, give him a nickname, a nickname or something. Man. His leg, I mean, he he flips field positions. He does a really great job, man, of flipping field. Oh my gosh! Last year he was unreal. Like, you know, just the fans you're sitting next to them. There was like, 
holy shit we're like god damn like everyone's like wow <laughs> like you just i mean literally everyone's like like where everyone's looking at the ball oh shit and then you see like the receiver backing up backing up more the returner backing up oh it's like it was it was nice to see man the, that jack fox he's i mean he's a weapon he's he's we're lucky to we have are. him we are and then patterson hit his field goals um so that was nice to see. He, he, he looked kind of rusty a little. Not rusty, but he struggled from deep uh, during warm-ups when we watched him. But uh, during the game, he was good. So that was good. Then we didn't see no coaching errors from Dan Campbell. You know, that was another good sign. I feel like we're trending up, Malcolm. Even What's more impressive is we didn't play our best game. We had all these injuries, right? And we still won the game, and we won it, like, by 13 points. Yeah, I think we won the game because they were able to take – they were able to make the the Falcons one dimensional. You take away their running game, yes, and then now you're you're telling, you know, they're the quarterback who's not really used to throwing the ball 30, 40 times or 20, 20, 30, 40 times to go out and beat you, right? Beat you with his arm, and the Ritter just not that quarterback. Ritter, he's not <laughs> Ritter. He's still he, developing. Is still you know? about, it's it's mind blowing to me why he's even out there right now. I don't think he's ready to start because of like in a situation like this happens where your team is down a couple touchdowns. I don't, I have zero faith in him willing my team back to to come back and win because I just based on his arm, oh. he's not a quarterback that's going to throw the ball. So we actually have an update on Taylor Decker. Just now, Decker spoke to the media, and I know like we're talking about the previous game, but this is important. Taylor Decker said he's been dealing with a high ankle sprain and a bone bruise, that he's feeling better and is hopeful to play on Let's Thursday. Go. So the, in regards, you know, we talked about those guys that went down. If we get Decker back, even Decker at 80%, I'd rather have than Sorzel at 100%. Yeah. And, you know, you got that long bye week after. Now, if they want to sit him out, I'd understand that too because you got that long week of rest, and then you put, he's ready versus Carolina. Who have an elite pass rush? We'll get that's wild from that though. Yeah. But um, I'll say I'll talk about Ritter. Yeah, Ritter. Yeah, I have no faith in him coming back. They're down. Um, he he. Yeah, it's that. Yeah. So so the the, the Lions are able to take away the running game, and because of that, they give up zero touchdowns. I think this is the first time in the past. I think this whole Campbell regime. That we giving up zero touchdowns. I think this is a- wait that Jacksonville last year. Did we give up a touchdown? I know we destroyed them. They give it up. A, they, they had. I think they give up a touchdown. Oh okay. No, I think you might be right. We got to go back yeah. and look at that. Tyler was here. Tyler would be like, "Yeah, it happened in 2017." Yeah, Tyler. <laughs> Tyler's Tyler was, like, his mind like, is yeah, just it different. Yeah, it happened in 2016 when it happened. Last time it happened, 2016. Like, oh, it'll tell you the team. It'll tell you the week. <laughs> like, Tyler, how do you know this? <laughs> No, yeah, I mean, but I just can't think of a, a week where our defense played so well that we given up that we gave up zero touchdowns. And you know, like we came into this week, like we Atlanta is a good team, right, and all, but we're like this is like a game that they should win, and they handled business even with all the injuries they had, which was really nice to see. And then Malcolm, I do have a staff for you. Um, through the first three weeks of the year, the Lions, according to PFF. They had, they're ranked fifth overall, like as a team, second in offense, seventeenth in defense. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's that's actually really good. Feels like that Seattle game too. We should have won it. We just beat ourselves. Like you kind of just think about it. Yeah, it, it, it that, that hopefully, old, they continue this trend. Overtime loss. I'm not too worried about it. I mean, no, no, yeah, that we're done with Seattle anyway. I'm just saying, like you kind of like think you're this close to being three and zero. But like we say, football is a game of inches, right? So I'm actually glad that happened because it woke him up. Well, I, I'm, reality well, yeah, check. Yeah, I think it woke him up, give him a reality check, and I think they could go on a stretch here and, and win some games yeah. in a row. And last thing I need is oh, the Lions are eight and zero, and they had that pressure of trying to be stay undefeated and stuff like that. So they got the loss out the way. They they um, made up for it. They got better, and I think going forward they could be a better football team because of that loss. All right, um, we got to do our baller and oopsie. You're gonna do yes, the oopsie, yes, I, I will, guess. man. So yeah, let's go into it, man. Uh, <laughs> baller of the week, man. Who do you have? Uh, 
This was tough. It was between two players, but I'm going to give it to the rookie. Hutch is obviously a dog. He's like honorable mention. He's number two, but it's going to Brian Branch. I mean, Brian Branch was the best player on the field yesterday, in my opinion. Ten tackles. Uh, was it two PBUs, three tackles for loss, yeah, right? I can tell you now, if, if, you don't, yeah. if you didn't know who Brian Branch was, you definitely know who he is now. I knew him before. I knew him while he was at Bama. You guys know. I was a big fan of his. And then also, I got to give a shout out to you. You were banging the table for Sam Laporta. And both of our guys are balling. Laporta and Brand. Yeah, so. Sam Laporta, man. I, I just had that, that feeling that he could be a great tight end. I literally had him. Every time I did a mock draft, I think I did like six of them. All six mock drafts had Sam Laporta going to us in the second or third round. Either I drafted him in the second round or I drafted yeah. him in the third round. I always, every single mock draft I had, had Sam Laporta in there. So I'm glad that he's a part of this football team. He looked like he is balling out. Um, I would probably give him an honorable mention as far as the ball of the week as well because on the offensive side of the ball, that man, he 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 looks like he's going to be another weapon for Detroit, man. So that's that's good to see. I got to give another baller of the week. This is not really from the coaching staff. It's not really a player, but it is Brad Holmes. Ready? Um, his first four picks all contributed. Jameer Gibbs, 17 carries, 80 yards, 4.7 yards per carry. He now played Bijan Robinson. Outplayed him. Jack Campbell, six tackles and a sack. Sam Laporta, we talked about eight receptions, 84 yards. Then we talked about Brian Branson. Obviously, too, I mean, it's not ideal, but Colby Sorzal came in and he was serviceable. I think that's a solid word to use. He's mainly a guard, but he played tackle. So Brad Holmes' picks are making contributions early. Yeah. And I remember last week people were dogging on him because the rookies weren't playing a lot. Last week? I mean, sometimes it just takes – on Twitter, if you didn't see Twitter, my I, gosh. Yeah, I kind of – you know, I've been in and out of Twitter. But they're talking about – Yeah, you just – or X or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, it wasn't pretty, man. So it was like, oh, the, the, the guys are – Jack Campbell's not playing a lot. Uh, Jameer Gibbs needs more carries. Brian Branch is good. Cam Laporte is good. They were just kind of more of the first two picks. I'm like, guys, relax. And then I saw Project Martin. I was like, bro, they said Project Martin is a project. Like, I mean, relax. This, I think that's just a Twitter thing because I think they overreact from a, a yeah. win and a loss. Like, when they, when they win, everything's perfect. But when they lost, they, they blame everything. They, they point fingers at everybody and everybody, everything. They point the fingers at everybody. And I think that's just a Twitter thing. Yeah, Brad Holmes has done a phenomenal job. I'm so happy we have him as yeah. our GM. Yeah, there, there's no question about Brad Holmes, man. He he's in a league of his own as far as GMC. Uh, talking about an elite GM, I think we have an elite GM um, in in Brad Holmes. So, um, yeah. those, those are your ballers. Um, Tyler's not here to do the oopsie doops of the week, so. Play a sad song for you on the world's smallest violin. I'm here. <laughs> I'm gonna do the oopsie doopsie of the week. Um, and I actually didn't have anything prepared, but I'm going through the roster right now. And even though the, this team played so well this last week, I'm trying to figure out who can I use as my oopsie doopsie of the week. And, and I, I know who it's and, gonna yeah, be. You already know who it's gonna be. I already know who's gonna be. Um, this is a guy who took so much shit from the fans that he actually deleted his Twitter. He's back though. The Twitter is awesome. Um, and 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 Jerry, I mean, if, if you do hear this, we'll let you know that you, it's it's kind of like a default situation on why you're oopsie doopsie the week. I think I honestly believe that you are a much better player than you have been playing. Uh, I'm not sure if it's because of the, the 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 scheme right now. I know that you primarily last year you're playing a lot of man coverage. And when you're playing, man, you're phenomenal. You're a, a sticky guy. You're gritty. Um, then you're having a lot of trouble this year. And we saw this game a lot of a lot of penalties. Um, every time the ball, you, every time he was targeted, you, something bad happened. It was a penalty, a flag, uh, or the person just caught the ball. It was just something happened. So I guess by default, Jerry Jacobs, you are the oopsie doopsie of the week. That was kind of that's kind of yeah, hard. man. I just. Yeah, you know, Jerry just, I mean, he needs to play better, and I think he knows that. But I, I, love, the, I love him as a player, man. I love him. I'm not as worried about him as others are, honestly. I, I just think that it's a whole concept of the zone concept. I think that's getting I think that's getting to him because last year he had to worry about that. Last year, all he says, here's your man, you play your man, and that, that was it. 
Now it's more communicating. Now it's you gotta stay in this area. Now it's all right, and reading the quarterback's eyes to see where the ball's going. I think that stuff is I think he's having a little bit of trouble picking that up right now. I don't know what it is. Um I do think still think he's a good player. I'm not shitting on him and thinking that saying that he's bad or he needs to be traded like 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 some of these fans like some of fans they, they were really hard on him, man. It was it's kinda hard to watch, but um He's just having a rough time right now. I think he just needs to bounce back. He'll be okay. Yeah. Um, I think one thing with Jerry, uh, he's still a young player. People forget that. Undrafted you know? kid. Uh, undrafted. He's also dealt with injuries. So he's still, like, developing and learning the game. I think he's going to get better and better as the year goes on. And if he doesn't, he is a guy that's lurking. Emmanuel Mosley. Whether it's this week or next week, Mosley is close to returning. And if Jerry Jacobs doesn't play better, I think he knows how the NFL works. He's been in the league for three years now. He'll, he'll he knows he could potentially get benched for a guy they gave six million dollars. I mean, to. I think that's that was the plan, regardless. I don't think Jerry. I don't think there's anything Jerry can do to save his save his role because they're not going to bench him. Yeah. They're not going to bench um Corey Sutton, Cam Sutton. They're not going to they're not going to bench him. And they don't need a bench him. He's played well. He's, he's been, been consistent. consistent. So he's not going to get benched. So when Emmanuel Mosley comes, is healthy, Jerry Jacobs, unfortunately, is going to be the odd guy out. I mean, I'm not sure how they're going to handle it. Or are they going to rotate him in and out on some plays? But Emmanuel Mosley looks like he's going to be the guy. That's what they brought him in for, to be the guy. I think with Mosley, one thing, too, is I don't think they're going to throw him in there right away. You know how kind of Jeff Okuda returned yesterday for the Falcons? He played only 11 snaps. I think with Mosley, the guy hasn't played football in like a year almost. Um, so he needs to get, like we say, this football yeah. shape. You know, he needs to kind of get into rhythm with how the other DBs play. He just hasn't played. So you, you got to knock off that rust. Yeah. So we'll see, man. We'll see how they handle it. All right, so we did our oopsie doops. We did our ball of the week. I think that's it, man. Is there anything else? That's oh, about shit. it. That's another episode, man. Well, everybody, thank you so much for joining us for this game review, the final review for the Lions and Falcons game. Um, join us. We'll have another episode out on Wednesday regarding the Green Bay Packers and the Detroit Lions. Um, I'm going to actually see if I could get a quick guess and see if that can happen. We can do something quick and see if I get a guess. But there's no guarantees. We'll see what happens. Um, But yeah, we'll we'll see you guys on Wednesday. I'm out, man. Peace. Alright, guys. Like Malcolm said, man, we appreciate all the support. Um, Obviously, it's a short week for us, so we're trying to get this content out to you guys as fast as we could. And leave those five-star reviews, and we'll see you guys on Wednesday when we preview the Lions and Packers. I'm out. Peace.